Welcome to End of the Line. I'm Jim Anderton, Multimedia Content Director at Engineering.com. On today's episode, exactly what is an assault rifle? Today's episode is brought to you by Engineering.com, a globally trusted source for engineering content. Check out this and many other exclusive videos for the engineering professional found only on Engineering.com TV today. With the spate of tragic mass shootings and the upcoming midterm elections in America, there's a renewed focus on gun control these days, and unfortunately, a large amount of misinformation about gun technology. Now, the media and even the legislators voting on control measures seem to lack a technical understanding of the different types of firearms. And the most misunderstood and misused term bandied about commonly is assault rifle. Now, the concept of the assault rifle has an interesting technical history. It was born in World War II when the German Wehrmacht did a study of combat conditions and discovered that the high-powered World War I-era bolt-action rifles then in common used a cartridge that was far too powerful and long-range for most real-world conditions. A smaller cartridge would have a shorter effective range, but was still adequate and used less brass, less gunpowder, and resulted in ammunition that weighed less for a soldier to carry, all critical supply chain issues. The mass production gun that this new smaller cartridge fired was innovative too. The Sturmgewehr 44, designed by Hugo Schmeisser, was simple and cheap to build using metal stampings to replace machined steel components. But the real innovation was that it was selective fire. Like all assault rifles that followed, the user could choose between semi-automatic operation, discharging one round for each pull of the trigger, and fully automatic operation, which to that point had been limited to machine guns and machine pistols. With a 30-round detachable box magazine, the resulting firearm could replace both the battle rifle and the machine pistol, rationalizing mass production and simplifying supply chains. The Soviets, propelled by Mikhail Kalashnikov, adopted this philosophy, and his Avtomat Kalashnikova, literally Kalashnikov's Automatic of 1947, became abbreviated as the legendary AK-47. The same engineering principles were in play. A smaller cartridge than a rifle round, selectable fire, and low-cost stamped components replacing machined parts wherever possible. Now, oddly, the U.S. military was resistant to the assault rifle concept until 1964, when the Colt Armalite model AR-15 was adopted under the official designation M-16. Colt determined that a considerable civilian market existed for the AR-15 and developed a civilian model that operated in semi-automatic mode only, and then modified most components in the lower receiver to prevent their replacement with parts from military assault rifles. Barrels, magazines, sights, and the upper receiver were interchangeable. Now, Colt's patents expired in 1977, after which multiple companies, from major gun manufacturers to individual gunsmiths, produced AR-15-style rifles, although Colt still owns the AR-15 trademark. Technically, the design is very reliable, and the AR-15 platform is highly customizable, with hundreds of available accessories for sports shooters and law enforcement agencies. They are, however, not assault rifles. They are semi-automatic civilian rifles that look like military weapons, but share little in common with arms used in military service. A critical distinction between AR-15-type civilian rifles and typical semi-automatic hunting rifles is the ability to use high-capacity box magazines. 30-round magazines are common, although varying capacities are available for the AR-15 as small as 5 rounds, where hunting or capacity regulations require them. 
Put simply, AR-15-type rifles look like military weapons, but they aren't. They fire cartridges of lower power than standard hunting rifles, but can be fitted with magazines of much higher capacity. From an engineering point of view, the magazine capacity is the key differentiator, and may be the primary reason why this model has been used in mass shootings. Therefore, it seems logical to me that magazine capacity would be the primary focus of any legislative efforts in gun control. Now, the gas-operated rotating bolt mechanism designed by Eugene Stoner for the AR-15 was very innovative, and for 60 years it's become the American platform of choice for hunters and sports shooters as well as law enforcement. Now, I've never cared for the AR-15 myself, but I hope that the ingenious technology Stoner invented doesn't get swept away in the drive for public safety. Well, that's it for this week's episode of End of the Line. To check out these podcasts as videos, visit engineering.com TV. If you like this show, consider joining engineering.com to get personalized story recommendations, follow topics you care about, and participate with the global engineering community. Thanks for tuning in.